You probably saw Ryan Dinwiddie ripped his team afterwards. Said it was the worst offensive performance of the year. I think they said they only had 253 yards offense. What if he hurt somebody's feelings? Did you win the football game? Did it work? They won did, the did football game. Did you hurt any feelings? The players are going to have to deal with that. I mean, yeah. I don't think he's going to have to I'm apologize. It's the Sunshine State with the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, boy. We are live. That's right. The guys just said the mics are hot and we're live. And just as we go to air, my mic stand falls over, Moose. How about that? How about <laughs> yeah. You're going to see me holding this. You're going to see me holding this. For, well, actually, you're not going to see it. Just trust me that I am uh, for the next 15, Seven, 16 minutes. minutes. In the, yeah. In the warm-up for E. Cole Electric on this Flame Tech Football Friday. And it's going to be a lot of fun. As you see, we're back at Dodge City in beautiful South Florida. I'm just going to get it out of the way. Brian Dodge, the mayor of Dodge City, has four boys. And uh, they are Blake, Bradley, Brody, and Bennett. And Brady asked me, Brady, uh, Bradley asked me if I would say his name on the air and tell the world that he's my favorite of the Dodge boys. So <clears throat> I'm just repeating what Brad asked, okay, uh, here in this beautiful spot of South Florida where it's a little cloudy today, but still hot. And as Greg Zahn said, it's making me and everybody else here shiny, that shiny look of sweat of South Florida that we carry here as we're ready to talk ball for all for the next two hours. How you doing, Moose? What's shaking up there what, in the great white north? What did I tell you about wearing makeup on the air, right? That lasted like two days. Yeah, was not my <laughs> thing. I'll settle for a tan or maybe right. even a sunburn. All I'm right. just not going to wear makeup on the air. Chilly uh, by the way, we have, and rainy uh, back home, by the way. It was this morning. Ew. Okay. CFL veteran and current Toronto Argonauts radio analyst Nate Ajay will be joining us in hour one. Nate Ajay, Toronto guy, joining us to talk as CFL and what other football matters come up. And then our NFL insider, Green Bay Packers, Cleveland Browns, and Toronto Argonauts alum, Tori Gurley. So it's going to be a fun day of ball for all. And those two are teammates with the Argos. So there might be some stories come up there. But if you don't mind, can we please hit the quick six show horn? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's not all football in the warm-up, as everybody knows, or as we call it on our podcast, The Daily Blitz, which is very popular on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We'll start with baseball. One American League Division Series. Randy Arena became the first Major League player to hit a home run and steal home in a postseason game, propelling the Tampa Bay Rays to a 5-0 victory over the Boston Red Sox in Game 1 of their American League Division Series. Nelson Cruz also homered in rookie Shane McClanahan pitched five stellar innings for the AL East champion race. I just got to say this. They're saying, and I get why that Randy Rosarena is a rookie because technically he is, but he really starred for the Rays in their first round sweep last year of the uh, Blue Jays in that little wild guard set. So anyways, Rosarena still classified a rookie, but it's his second playoff. This is kind of a Ken Dryden, Patrick Wah thing. Uh, moving on to point two. Houston's Lance McCullers was sharp over six and two-third innings, helping the Astros blank the Chicago White Sox 5-0 in the other American League Division Series opener. The 28-year-old McCullers didn't allow a hit until Yoan Moncada singled with one out in the fourth. Jordan Alvarez hit an RBI double in the third and a solo homer in the fifth. Baseball always has the best Caribbean names. Wouldn't yes. you agree? Like Some of the best names in sports come from Major League Baseball. That's still a thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, 100%. moving on. All Point three. 
Thursday, Thursday night football. Matthew Stafford threw for 365 yards and a touchdown, and the Los Angeles Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks 26-17. Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson left in the second half with a finger injury on his throwing hand. Wilson missed significant game time due to injury for the first time after injuring the middle finger on his throwing hand. And by the way, I assume you were watching all the U.S. television coverage this morning. Uh, the game was a little late for us East Coasters, so... I don't, I don't think I saw a snap of the Thursday night game, but they're all over this, that Russell Wilson has never missed a start in 10 years with the Seattle Seahawks. I can't believe that. Did you know that? Were they talking about it on the broadcast last night, the durability of this guy? Yeah, it's unbelievable how he's just came in, and they have the longest nine years without a losing season, right? Nine straight seasons. That they haven't uh, had a losing season, and it's all because of Russell Wilson being able to play game in and game out. Uh, by the way, for the Seahawks fans that are watching, of which there are many, uh, and I know that Reed Johnson from the Markcast probably watching from Seattle right now. Who's the other quarterback before Russell Wilson? They're, like there really were no other quarterbacks before Russell Wilson in Seattle. But who's the guy? They do have a retired number up there, but this guy's made him forget about everybody else. And like, I guess that's why there was such panic. Hey, I go back like Matt Hasselbeck, who I was, you know, when I was growing up, was the quarterback for a well, long time Moon. in Seattle. And Warren Moon. And Warren Moon. But there's a retired number, I believe, in Seattle. And I can't remember the guy's name because I'm not the biggest Seahawks fan. But Russell Wilson has made them forget everything. And that's why, I guess, Darren, you don't see a lot of criticism of Russell Wilson by Seahawks fans because they know how great this guy's been. They do. He's a leader. He is great for the community. He's positive. He wins football games. Let's start there. Won a Super Bowl. He's never among the elite. Now, he had a great start to the season last year, but like he's never among the top real you know, three quarterbacks in the league. You never put him up there and say he's the best in the game, but he always wins games. He's a great, right. seems like he's a good teammate, and he's good for the, for the league too. So, yeah, they love him in Seattle. Well, that'll be, I would think, what we're going to be hearing about the most for the next week is the status of one Russell Wilson. And I just can't believe that he hasn't missed a game in 10 years. Who can say that? I look at my team, the Dallas Cowboys. You don't have to just look back to last year with Dakota Prescott and how many games he missed. Uh, Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee hasn't started every game. Like, my gosh, we're talking about the most punished position, save for the running back on yeah. the field, and he hasn't missed a game in 10 years. The last guy I can think of, not at that position, but was Joe Thomas in Cleveland, the offensive one. He had the Ironman streak, and then when he got hurt, yeah. it, was kind of, it was the end of his career. Moving on, we're flying through these. We'll come back and revisit them more in the second block. Uh, number four of the Quick Six show topics here. America's team, the Florida Panthers, announcing this morning that they have signed Alexander Barkov and Sasha Barkov to an eight-year, $80 million deal. It's the same guy. Sasha and Alexander, that's one thing I've learned since, I was going to say, moving to South Florida. Sasha Barkov, Alexander Barkov, same guy. You know what he's saying? Uh, just make sure the check is made out to the right guy. Yeah. Eight years, $80 million for Sasha Barkov. And I could sit and talk about him forever. Uh, there is a sentiment amongst the Panthers fan, as fans, of which there are many here in this region, Darren, that he is not the grittiest player in the world. He's not that hard-nosed. He doesn't necessarily always show up. But I don't know. One week ago tonight, I saw him at FLA Live Arena, a buck 17 into the game, rifle a snapshot right down 
Main Street uh, passed a startled Anton Hudobin to open the scoring, and it completely changed the complexion of the game. He's a game changer. Sasha Markov, an Olympian, eight years, 80 million. You got something on that before I go to last night's scores? He's among the elite players in the game. He's in that top tier, I really believe it, among the best players and, you know, highly offensive. But they're going to need him to show up in the playoffs because, you know, Florida's going to be there. That reminds me, by the way, as I get into last night's NHL preseason scores, Corey Perry and Steven Stamkos each scored twice, and the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Florida Panthers 6-2 in a preseason game. Brian Dodge and I were talking about it potentially being a bloodbath last night in Al- Amelie Arena. I talked about Sam Bennett running Vazzy on Tuesday night in Orlando, and uh, Bradley Dodge, the 10-year-old, said, relax, Rod, it's just preseason. I turned to his dad and said, did you put him up to, to that? And Brian's like, no, no, it's all on his own. Relax, Rod. It's just preseason. So I guess I'll relax with the fact that the Panthers got waxed in Tampa 6-2. Jumbo Joe Thornton and Owen Tippett scored for the Panthers. Spencer Knight started and allowed three goals on 17 shots. Christopher Gibson mopped up in the third. Panthers and Lightning will close out the preseason Saturday night here in Sunrise. Uh, The New Jersey Devils game against the New York Islanders was canceled due to a power outage. The lights in one part of Prudential Center went out before the start of the game and could not be restarted. Joe Valeno had a goal and an assist, and Thomas Grice stopped 22 shots to help Detroit beat Pittsburgh 4-2 Thursday night. Josh Norris scored twice in regulation and got the winner in the fifth round of the shootout to lift the Ottawa Senators past Montreal 5-4. Shane Pinto and Chris Tierney also scored in regulation for the Sens. Jeff Petrie had two goals, Nick Suzuki a goal and a helper, and Josh Anderson also scored for Montreal Jake Allen, who clearly the Habs are going to be uh, relying on heavily here to open the season, finished with 28 saves. Matt Dumba scored at 234 of overtime to lift Minnesota past 3-2. And finally, Michael Raffle and Josh Robertson scored. And Anton Hudobin stopped 26 shots to help the Dallas Stars beat Colorado 3-1 Thursday night in the National Hockey League. Uh, moving on. Man, are we flying? Oh, yeah. Point five. Let's spend a minute on this Canadian Football League. Friday night football tonight. The Edmonton Elks at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers tonight. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. I went to log into my betregal.net account, as I told you, and uh, I couldn't get in. I'm sure it's a me thing. I'm sure it's operator error. But I wanted to see what the spread was or the line, because we talked about it earlier in in the week. What did we have? Was it Winnipeg by 6, 6.5? Like, I think tonight should be a bloodbath at IG Field. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I really don't know. It was a big spread. I thought it was it was bigger than that. I'm going to have to check out the, uh, the I'll, spread. I'll look it up, the okay. big board. Uh-huh. For some reason, I thought it was 14 for Winnipeg, which is why, you know, when we play deal or no deal, I picked the Elks to cover the spread. 14. Four, did yeah. you say four? it's 14. Got yeah. it in my notes here. So yeah. I'm taking the Elks to cover the spread, but I do think Winnipeg wins the game. I think it's going to be a lot tougher played than people think, too. Like you said, a bloodbath. I think it's going to be a real physical football game. I really do. Be fun. Yes. Uh, IG Field, the place to be. The Blue Bombers 7-1. and one. Trevor Harris returns to quarterback the 2-5 and five Edmonton Elks. The question is, will it matter? Uh, it's not going to matter enough for them to win. It might be enough for them to beat the spread, as you say. 14 points Winnipeg favored to win. A nice little story moved across the Canadian press wire 
about Zach Caleros and Trevor Harris uh, coming in as rookies with the 2012 Toronto Argonauts. You know what? They should make a 30 for 30 documentary on that football team. Chris Jones was the defensive coordinator living on a boat <laughs> in the Toronto area. Scott Milan was Milanovic was the head coach, right? I just saw him on Sunday at the Dolphins game. And I remember me, and this isn't the proper way of saying it, but me, Chris Jones, and Zach Caleros were riding around in an SUV. Sounds like the start of a joke, doesn't it? Yeah. It me, does. Chris Jones, and Zach Caleros walk into a bar. And Chris Jones, for whatever reason, starts talking about living on a boat when he coached the Toronto Argonauts in 2012. And I said to him, where did you get your mail? Reasonable question, right? Wouldn't you think? Very random, though. <laughs> you think so? A little bit. It's the way that I think. And uh, he looked at me with those shades, and he's like, I didn't get mail. He had it all shipped to his house in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. So anyways, we had that okay. talk about Chris Jones. There was, I believe, another coach, and you'd have to ask Jason Moss about this. It might have been Moz. One of them was sleeping in his car because the rent was too high in Toronto. The rent, the rent is too damn high. Did you ever watch Is this that? not a 30 for... Th did, did you ever yeah. watch that movie, The Ladies Man? You know? Where Leon oh, yeah. Phelps the is living on man. a boat. Leon Phelps living Leon on a boat. Leon Phelps. <laughs> it's Chris yes. Jones, apparently. That's the thing. Uh. I can Oh, believe me. I continue to hear it. <laughs> From the Dodge boys, too. They're like, Rod, whenever you bring up the CFL, we tune out. But these stories are just so darn entertaining. Doesn't matter. You don't need to know who these guys are. The defensive coordinator lived on a boat, and another one lived in his car. Come on. This is entertaining stuff. Uh, by the way, Flame Tech sponsors our Football Fridays. Locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. Flame Tech. And the warm-up is brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. Moose, we do have a couple more minutes left in this segment. I just got to bring up, for the sake of where you're situated right now, the sweatbands capital, it's the Calgary Stampeders at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on Saturday. I was reading the game notes this morning. You won't get this, and I wonder how many will, who the winningest visiting quarterback is of all time in Regina coming into Taylor Field or Mosaic Stadium because Bo Levi Mitchell of the Calgary Stampeders is creeping up the list. He's got four wins as the road starting quarterback in Regina. The number two guy on the list is Conreg Holloway. Toronto Argonauts great. He's got five and there's one quarterback who came in as the road quarterback and had won 10 games at Taylor Field in Regina the most in CFL history. Does anybody want to take a stab at that at the time we have left in the warm-up here? Can uh, I have you can. Two guesses? Moose? Can I have two guesses? You absolutely can. Yeah. Anthony Calvillo or Henry Burris? <coughs> oh. <coughs> really? You don't even have the right team. Woo. I'm checking the... I'm just checking the comments here on the big board. and I know. They're all out of order. They're, t they're, they're clueless. They're talking about... Chris Walby. Double D. Uh, mm -hmm. Is it Dave Dickinson because he's coming into coach? Yeah, see, I'm not getting any of those. I'm not getting any of those comments here. John Ohm in Winnipeg says Rod's getting a lot of sun. 
pass Rod some sunscreen. Uh, I like the shade of brown that the Florida sun's turning my skin. I like it. Um, Randolph has it. Ding, 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 ding. Randolph Charles has it. It's, it's Dieter Brock, the Winnipeg Blue Bomber great Dieter Brock. And I was saving these for the Dodge boys, but we'll get this out to uh, Randolph in Ontario. I got a few of these. Why not give away some prizes, Moose? I got a. That's a great idea. You can't buy these in stores. RP Show hats. And uh, by the way, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat's watching, and she says, "Chili in Medicine Hat this morning. Stay in Florida, Rod." Thank you, Chris. Maybe I will. You ready to continue this on the other side of the break, Moose? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Going to incorporate a little more viewer participation when we return because we're only five points through the quick six. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric, and you're watching the RP Show live from Dodge City in South Florida on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.